Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pawn and Paper brought to you by Just Eat. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight is political correspondent with Virgin Media News, Gavin Riley, journalist with the Business Post, Killian Woods, and the one and only official Love Island correspondent, Fanula Jones. We've taken a little break, but we're back to discuss everything that we've missed over the last week and everything that's gone on since we've been off air. It's the final of Love Island winter. Let's get stuck in. Alright guys, it's been a couple of days, we've taken some time off, but we're back. Tonight's final of Love Island brought us all back together. Joining me in the studio tonight is political correspondent with Virgin Media News, Gavin Riley. Suddenly feel like going with me first makes it sound an awful lot more hybrid. I know, than it's about yeah, to I know. They're like, what is this show? It's been a week and they've <laughs> changed We're going to have a discourse about modern media. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. How are you? Killian Woods, you're also here. Hi there. Back with us. This is your third time this season. You're it getting is. far too comfortable. All. <laughs> and as always, my partner in crime, Fanula Jones, thank you so much for being here again tonight. Thanks for having me, as always. It's been a bizarre week. It's been just over a week. Um, we haven't had a new episode since. Uh, the Thursday before last um, Fanula, I suppose myself and yourself have been in a lot of contact this week after the news of Caroline Flack passing away uh, last Saturday um, we took the de- we made the decision to not release any more episodes of the podcast for the remainder of the week um, I don't really know how to open it because it's quite it's it's been a difficult week I think I, I spoke about this on Instagram and I know you have as well um, that I personally don't think I've ever been so affected by the death of uh, quote unquote celebrity or person that I haven't known or met um, this hit quite hard for me a lot of people who listen to the podcast um, and it felt very very strange watching and trying to enjoy um, this show this week Which, yeah. did you feel the same? I think yeah it was, it's been a death that has just knocked everyone for six I think it has made mm-hmm. a lot of people reflect on things and as I keep saying it's not about me and it's not about you and it's not about this podcast, but I think it was just something that for me didn't really feel right as much as I do acknowledge that I think the show and the circumstances of Caroline's death are two very different things. For me, like, the heart of it was gone. She was so intrinsically involved with that show. I'd watched her on other shows growing up. Like, she was a mainstay on Extra Factor for a while. And And I'm a celebrity as well. I'm a celebrity. I mean, as a reality TV fan, she's kind of always been on the peripheral for me. So I remember reading the news and just did, like not really being able to digest it at all yeah and there was a weird kind of time frame where it was almost this thing of I was waiting for it to be a hoax that I was waiting for it to be confirmed or for her to tweet or for her to post that you know this had been reported incorrectly or whatever um I think and we we had only just been talking about her in in the episodes before um before Valentine's Day that we had been missing her on the show and that we just kind of felt it was the, the kind of like you said the heart of the show um and that's not to take away from the work that Laura Whitmore has done this season, but it just felt different. It was it was a different energy to it. Um, I think it always will, though, that even if you're, you're objective and even if you you don't feel like you're emotionally tied up in the fates of the people who you see on the screen, that it's always going to feel like it's very different because it was a very different series anyway because it's a different villa, it's a different time of year, yeah. everyone's in a slightly different frame of mind. But it would be comparable to if Ian Sterling had just decided not to do the show anymore and someone else was mm-hmm. doing the VO. And you could say that they were objectively very good at doing the voiceover and it was grand and they were still very funny and they were very earnest that everything was fine. It would still just feel objectively different not to have the same people who 
who've become part of the furniture of the show who've done it for for five or six years already so i think it, it's it's perfectly okay for people to to feel like laura did an excellent job but that it just sort of felt like different. it had a different tone to it yeah absolutely i th- I think the big thing that's come out of of this this week is there was a lot of conversations initially about kind of the future of the show you know would it continue uh would it even air that night saturday night obviously unseen bits was an easy one to cancel you know you're not at least you're not missing kind of story there um and then it was this thing of will the show return will they push it out a week um it was an odd conversation around kind of how she was linked to the show and i think immediately she was pushed into that bracket of kind of with mike Tala and sophie graden uh who obviously took their own lives kind of in years previous as well but there was a weirdness in the way that we were discussing what happened last weekend and what has happened over the last few months with caroline and then on the same hand talking about the show it felt really foreign to be talking about kind of the villa and and what we wanted to see of it and all that kind of stuff i personally didn't watch any of the episodes this week live i kind of watched them all back to back on kind of thursday or friday uh, and i missed kind of chunks here and there um i guess the conversation as well has been about how we talk about this kind of stuff how we talk about people who are in these positions i know myself and and Fanula, i hope i i think i speak for you in this as well we've done a lot of inward looking this last week we do this we come on I, I mean like we're we're only linked this show through the fact that we love the show just like you listening like that's all and because so many of you now listen and so many of you now watch you on instagram Fanula, we've kind of become a little bit more linked to the show so I personally felt a sense of responsibility this week to kind of try and deal with this in a really respectful way um and I had to kind of look at how what we do here and what conversations we have here and I like to think we have the crack we you know we have a little bit of a jeer we'll rip the piss out of people where it's necessary and I like to think we stay far enough away from that line but to say that I didn't really question that this week would be dishonest. Um, yeah, but I, but I think that's the thing. I think everyone beyond us, everyone is having a bit of a think. And I think that's mm. the important thing. And if that's what we can take away from what has happened, then I think that's really good. And I mm. agree with you. I don't think I felt very, very, very complicit initially and felt really bad. And yeah. I've kind of had a think and I, I know that I'm obviously and we're not directly responsible for what happened as much as the mm. show isn't. But as I said, it is like people are, I would like to think are going to be more considered about what they say and how they view these shows. And just because it is very easy to forget that they are real, that we're talking about real people and not characters and not 2D figures on a television or a laptop. Yeah. Absolutely, they're real people at the core of it. But but in that way, I think then the whole and let's be properly not no hold hold no punches critical of the show in that way. We need to stop looking at these people like they are characters, editing around their lives like they are characters, finding characters in the show. Each person is their own person, and we shouldn't manipulate that to show it in any way. I think sometimes that has happened in previous seasons where they've desired a villain and mm. kind of created a villain. Some people can take on that sort of thing. Some people are can't cope with the pressure of that and quit the villa out of that reason. Um, I, I just feel there's something about um, Caroline's death I think is nearly, not that there's any ranking, there's any importance, there's no kind of, the, all of the deaths of an associate of the show are awful. I would never wish on anyone or to be in that situation mm. where they felt the only thing they could do in their life was take it. Yeah. But I think like there was a quote from her in the Irish that she actually gave to the Irish Times um, two, um, three years ago when she was um, giving an interview. She said, the media loves to betray you as a, um, having some kind of breakdown when you're just sat at home eating cornflakes. But I do this job because I love it. 
And if you have to put up with some a few silly stories, then so be it. So I think that's the few silly stories. She knew what was so sad about it. She knew what this world was. She was be it, she wasn't like a contestant coming in who needed to be told what you're about to become. She knew it was, and that's how far it pushed her. Yeah, like she knew mm. that she had been hit with this over and over and over again. But there's something about the last weeks that were and too much to take, and that's why I think this one is why yeah, it's hitting harder. Absolutely. This was a woman who we thought like, oh, she can take it, and and, and clearly, I think media and who did poke and poke and mm. poke at her through story after story felt, oh, she can take it. Mm looking at yeah. it like a character you would say a character can take that I'm writing a character I can write this ter- terrible narrative for them because they can take it they're a no, character but, but it's it's a really excellent point though the idea that she's been th- she was through is, is this this winter series was that this series 6 or series yeah. 7 so she had been through six. 5 summer series she had seen the phenomenon that had become over the last 5 years She sort of, and, and even from her her TV work before that she was a, you know a media creature she knew what it was like to be written about to be talked about and not always in the kindest of terms so at least she in some ways, you might have objectively thought that she had a thicker skin than someone who just goes on to a reality TV show, doesn't expect it to become the absolute ratings monster that it's become and to be on every front page for tabloids for a few weeks afterwards. So the idea that someone who was, you know, more attuned to the real life of being in the media glare and not just as a fleeting thing, but to be there day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out for, for things to still conspire for her as they did is... It's pretty shocking, isn't it? Mm. And I think a lot of people who've been on the show, a lot of the Islanders who've spoken out in the week since the news broke last Saturday, a commonality through all of what they said was, Caroline was there for me when I got off the show to say, you know, to prepare me for this idea that I was going to be slammed online, to prepare me and to say I've been there and to say there seemed to be a, a... and a lot of them have said that she didn't feel like this kind of distant person who dropped into the villa, did her bit, and then off she went and she was separate from the Islanders. She very much seemed to take them under her wing and see them as a part of the team that made the show. Um, and again, that that became kind of a difficulty to kind of come out, like get through the last week. It's it's just weird. I, I actually am quite surprised. Not that I'm dead inside like <laughs> some people might think, <laughs> but I, I, these celebrity deaths don't normally linger with me for days, you know? Like I know a lot of people who grew up watching certain actresses or actors kind of were upset when when news broke of theirs over the last couple of years, like some big names that we've lost. But this has really, and even still seeing that tribute tonight, I did find myself find just really feeling a, a sense of loss for mm. her. Um, like you said, Fanula, we've grown up watching I'm a Celebrity, where she she hosted Extra Camp uh, for a few years, actually before Laura Whitmore took over. Mm. She then moved on to Extra Factor, then to host the main show, uh, which I think was her first experience of kind of real kind of online backlash was when her and Ollie took over mm. that show and then she moved to Love Island which when it started was really quite small it wasn't this monster show which it has grown into like you said she's seen season after season of these people being churned out and seeing how they've been dealt with um, you, you kind of imagined that she she knew how this thing worked she understood this beast and I think what has happened over the last week has made me, I mean, we all work in the media, different aspects of it and different corners of it, but it's really made me step back and look at it and kind of go, okay, like what what are we doing here? Like, there's the line, how far away from it are we? Are we comfortable with that distance? You know, and even the conversations we have online, I know like often we'll get tweets kind of, oh, can't believe he said that tonight and can't believe. And I think we, we still need to be allowed to say mm. that. Like this is a show still that is. I think you can enjoy the show. Yeah, I- 
in, in, in a healthy way but, still while while pulling up on someone and saying mm. that was an inappropriate way for an ex to talk to her yeah. that person carried out that terribly yeah. that person shouldn't have dumped that yeah. girl in front of all of her friends yeah. it's all, it's all objectively a, true yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah. Stuff, yeah and I think that's what I like about the show and, and, and then comment on the positive things that come out of the show like the yeah. friendships that we enjoy mm. seeing blossom but I think there's it's possible to enjoy the show and then not go on and apt, and targets a mm. core part of someone's identity and say that is something well, that's awful about uh, you. Uh, this is something that I found has been very prevalent among people who, who are very publicly not Love Island watchers in the last week who are suddenly then there's almost a, a certain bit of sanctimony where they're sort of like well I'm glad to say I've never watched an episode of that yeah. mm. as if that somehow like absolves them from any involvement in what might have happened in the last eight or nine days when of course objectively you might say that the show had nothing to do with mm. the terrible events of the last eight or nine days but there's a perception among non-Love Island watchers that you would only watch it because you're watching it with the sole objective of taking the mick and saying nasty things about the people that you've seen and that yeah. it is they just doesn't seem to register with them that there are other things that you can enjoy about the show such as you know the objective thing of people you know a, a romance blossoming in front of you and getting to see you know fun things happen and mm. you know nice fun challenges or people you know making nice good clean fun jokes yeah. of themselves that, that there are other things to the show beyond yeah. just you know that completely ripping mm. the, the mick out of someone absolutely yeah. and I, I've spoken about it on this here before and I, I know I've spoken to you about this Fanula. like we get a lot of kind of calls to come on and talk on different radio stations and, and TV and bits like that just to talk about the show when it's really you know at its peak because it's easy for us to come on we're kind of living and breathing it and I, I personally am always very conscious that it could be quite easy to paint me as a person who does this nightly every kind of season as someone who's quite vapid and and has nothing better to do with their life than to sit down and watch this show. I'm very conscious that that could be an easy portrayal to make because it is the one that's made by a lot of these people who don't mm. watch the show who criticise it on Twitter. Um, and I think that has been a struggle of mine that I've tried to be really careful about it. And it's what we've tried to do here is bring on a really like wide range of people who are from loads of different backgrounds, are in loads of different situations themselves personally, are from different sexual orientations, all that kind of stuff, to try and sh like somehow show that like you don't have to be the kind of target demographic of what what is it probably 20 to 35 year old mm. women do you know like it, that probably is the main you don't have to be that to enjoy the show and you also don't have to be there just to rip the piss to enjoy the show either yeah. like Fanula you say this to much criticism you still believe this show can find people love and I do too as well it does it does or it's, it's hard, does. To, it's hard to disagree kind of objective enough proof of that tonight that they did, they did, they did at least two couples there who, who look like they well you don't want to jump on it and say lifers but that they're going to have, <laughs> have a have, like have a good you know they'll make a really good fist of being proper so, yeah. couples yeah. stable in the outside yeah. world and they, they that to them they are listen I take the face value they say they're in love who's yeah. to judge that that's not my that's not not what I mm -hmm. call love they've gone through a very intense experience over the last weeks together if they feel they're in love they're in love yeah. like and let them be like it's yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I find it frustrating as well the kind of the think piece kind of brigade on and, and against the show because I think the show has so many positive things don't get me wrong the show has shown off some to toxic masculinity the show has shown off some nasty yeah. ganging up on people while they're in there as like being some sort of villain um, you know but I think overall like there's some great examples of how male relationships can be 
in the show, yeah. which I think is one thing that comes to mind there. I think it's great to see that, what a good male relationship can be. Yeah. Something that's not usually given much airtime in, in media and what that what a healthy male relationship and is. And you said that on here as well about Curtis and Tommy last season. You said yeah. the same thing, that it was Just great healthy. to see mm. that. Yeah, that shown that that's yeah. okay. And the Luke's this time yeah. around as well. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, oh, there's something else going on there between them two. No, they're just friends. Yeah, like, yeah, and then, yeah. and that, that's what a healthy male relationship mm. can be. And it, and it doesn't have to be a tag of what a, what a friendship between two men has yeah. to be. They just, that's who they are. Like like Luke and Luke this mm. year. They clearly had like yeah. bounced off Tight each bond, other. Yeah. And I like that. And that's nice to show off that that's what a healthy male relationship mm. is. And on the negatives as well. And it's, and we'll, I'll, we'll move on now, but... I'm with the negatives. I feel like they've started conversations like this, this idea of gaslighting. I feel like a lot of people were kind of blind to this kind of concept of gaslighting. And a lot of people have looked at their own relationships and kind of, you know, a lot of the negatives on the show, while you you wish these people weren't used as guinea pigs to start those conversations, there have been a lot that have started because of these things that we've seen people struggle with in the villa. Um, So also there's, some is it good I don't know what you call it but there's some movement being made there it is the example that I always use of having those like starting those conversations with people which I think is really good but Jane Gannon put it well on the last word last week as well she just said at its core like it is a fun dating show like it that's it you can look into it further Mm. and there as you said there are all these other great things but we can take it at face value as well and understand that it is a very entertaining show. It has entertained a lot of people yeah. and made a lot of people laugh, like myself and yourself. So. Absolutely. If you've been affected by anything that we've talked about um, so far in the episode, we're going to leave all the numbers that you might need um, on our Instagram stories. Thank you to everyone before we move on who has messaged myself. I know, Finley, you've got a lot of messages this week as well. Um, just to kind of share how you're feeling and to wish us well, which is weird. Um, but thank you. You're very nice. Um, you really are just a nice group of people it's weird like it's like yeah. it feels like a bit of a community of people and I hate when fuckers say that yes, <laughs> but know, it yeah. really does kind of a community vibe yeah no, but like the same names that you see popping up in your DMs and people kind of checking in and, and things like that and even the messages we've got tonight before um, releasing this so thank you so much with that we'll get back to what we do um, which is talk about this show we had the final um, what were the winners? What were the winners? I'm eh? raging. It is the I'm first year that I haven't predicted it. Now, admittedly, that's that was called like Kem and Amber definitely going to win. Jack yeah. and Danny, yeah, definitely going to win. And last year, I was fairly certain it was her blank and Greg Craig. And you know, Greg you know, Blank. As I, as I stumble over the word Greg and girl, whoever they were, you know, <laughs> called that, and I'm raging. I didn't. Uh, I I was certain. I was certain. Yeah, I was certain. I was too. And yeah. right before Shanice, they called sorry. it, we were like, right, I was right. Certain it was going to be Shanice and Luke. Okay, yeah. can you explain to me then? Because I think I might have been the only one of the four of us who didn't think that Shanice and Luke were were as strong contenders to win it. Oh, you have everyone were. else did, but. Like oh, I, 100%. So, so, but just, 100%. Well, also, also, that was an irritating character trait. But anyway, um, but like I just uh, my I'll be honest and say obviously with, with my day job and all the electoral stuff that's been going on for the last two or three weeks, I saw mu- I watched the first three weeks of the show much more religiously than I've been able to keep up since. And the impression that was formed for the first half of the show was that Shanice was. Did Dif- you feel like you dropped back with. into an alternate universe? Can, can I tell, oh, yeah, so, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The reason I thought that Shanice, Shanice was going to win, essentially, because usually who wins it is a, it, the, the woman has a strong 
arc in the show yeah. of coming back from some sort of adversity. Or some, it sounds like I'm explaining um, a, a, a movie making to you. Like, but they, so, um, like Amber last year. Reality TV um, one yeah, exactly, Amber yeah. last year, yeah. Danny, Danny even, before, yeah. and, and then Amber the year before again, all came back from some sort of strife. Strife. A knock, better. <laughs> and, and, then, and then went on to win. Amber's the best example of it. Yeah, and, and that's, yeah. I think that's, I think maybe women can identify with that a bit more. I, I would imagine, I mean, I don't have the, the facts and figures. Gavin, maybe as a Virgin Media Insider, you might have it. I would presume the majority of people voting for this are women. I would presume that it's, it's... No idea. I, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Why did we bring him here? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would presume, so therefore you are going to kind of... But I, uh, Like, as no well, one's voting for Greg, are they? I don't think so. Poor Greg, he, he was just the vehicle. <laughs> a year later, and he's still he getting like, ribbed. Like, <laughs> look, do you know what? Not even absolutely here. delighted. I was like, we were, we were absolutely buzzed with that winner. Like, Sorry, we, like, I, I do think that there might have been a case to make for voting for Greg because of some of the, like, some of the really dry. Can you explain your thought process behind that? Oh yeah, that was where, like, where he was kind of okay, almost he, like, a, and he kept he was, calling Mike Michael. Well, yeah. He, was almost he like, called him Mick once, and I was like. Oh, he was, but he was Sorry. like a viewer ambassador in that way, where he was almost giving <laughs> giving voice to all the things that you were thinking in your own head watching the show. So mm. there might have been something to be said for voting for him there. But anyway, okay, so that explains then why people might have thought that Shanice had this kind of redemptive. Yeah, so it's, arc it's not the man. Where, if you look at the the female contestant, mm. she would usually it's based on her. Yeah, and, and, and again, I don't know. I don't. I can't see Finn and Paige. I don't. They've kind of been together, and then they have been together. I, Nothing I don't really. Happened. The thing about the thing about Shanice is. We, I, I mean, listen back to the earlier episodes of this season. We, like, I was like, she is. Oh, God. Grating. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't I like her. I just no. don't understand her. I don't know what her play is here. Is she playing the game? Is she looking for love? And then she kept coming up against Rebecca, who I agreed with through the majority of their kind of back and forths. And it seemed then when she settled with Luke, or maybe it was just that she wasn't in a position of conflict anymore, but it seemed when she settled with Luke, she kind of all the negative just left. It was just she was just but, relaxed in her position in the villa. I, I think Shanice didn't didn't do herself much of a service when in the first few episodes when she let Naz down. Oh I, yeah, I, I was, that was dealt with very messy. Yeah. which I think she had she to. She was fight very back harsh with him. There were so yeah, many was, instances where she was just yeah. so rude to him. And, yeah. yeah, and then that changed somewhere. And, and we were so like focused on Naz at that point. We yeah. were so behind him. So yeah. to see someone like that dismiss him so quickly as well was very like, oh, hold on now, you're not going to yeah. go against And then something changed. Be, uh, something changed. I think her, her fight with Rebe- Rebecca, was it, who was before that then? Did she fight? No, it was Rebecca Re- twice, Rebecca, it? sorry, it was Rebecca yeah. twice. That just swayed it a bit, yeah. you know? Like she was then kind of someone who's been screwed over a few yeah. times and she, she also, deserved the sport. She also gave us a quality meme. With oh, the she applause did. when she's, oh, the she's very memeable. Yeah. She is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. I also think that Luke was a character of great development as well. I mean, when he came in, I wasn't loving Luke when he came in either. No. I thought he sat back from the drama and let the girls kind of add it. In hindsight, I feel like that was him, just like this isn't my fight. At the time, I was like, he is absolutely loving not being yeah. in the middle of this. Mm. That the girls are just focused on each other. So it was a weird one that I felt like both of them had come so far from when they started to, to the end. And I, I said it when it was on, I was like, I just felt like the momentum was with them. And that was what it was like with Amber and Greg as well. Those last few days when all the odds were then all of a sudden Amber and Greg are favourite to win. We were like, what? The final date happened. It was better than the Molly and Tommy's. Their speeches were were nicer. All that stuff. And Shawnee's and Luke had all of that, I felt, over the last few days. So then is this the first series then of the last few where there's been an actual contest between steady relationship that's been there for the lion's share of the series versus someone who's had this kind of triumph over adversity 
redemption story. I feel like this is probably the first we've had two really strong. Yeah, consists for for a good few weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Danny and Jack I thought was it was. Set. Yeah, I thought it was. This is the closest it's been. Like up until like I still couldn't. I was going between the two probably up mm. until I came in here to watch yeah. it. Mm. And I, I think Amber and Greg and and Molly and Tommy were slightly different. I think it, it wasn't these two really strong couples going up against mm. each other. It was like this new couple that seems really nice and exciting and we love Amber and Greg seems lovely. And Maura as well. And was Tommy like, and Molly how, just... How, was Maura going to get her own yeah, votes, you know, on her own? Yeah, And then Molly, but Molly and Tommy to, people weren't Curtis really behind there. them. <laughs> Sorry oh to this God. <laughs> Yikes. But who was, who was second, Amber and Amber and Kemsier? Oh, Camilla and Jamie? Were no, they second? They, no, they were... Was it Olivia and Chris? No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're second, yeah. So, but like again, maybe that was the closest that we've had, but this was the first season where I was like, I actually am quite happy with either of these couples winning. I'd prefer it to be one, but if it's the other, it's also mm. a very worthy winner. Um, Is this an appropriate time, by the way, not, I don't mean to, to waylay any kind of, you know, running order you might have, to talk about how much of a fallacy that final, like, prisoner's dilemma, are we going to share the money ruse is. Okay, like, so... Like, there's no need. There's so we, no we will need. get to that because I, fe- okay. I feel like, we just because otherwise there's a lot of points we're going to not okay. even bother with. We'll get to that. Stick the, to the program. Just tearing up the Gav, running it's order. It's on notes. Um, <laughs> look, it's not on a teleprompter in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. No survivors. Sick, Call off the search. Sick burn. Uh, we were trying to work out specifically you Gabby we were trying to work out the timeline of when all of this was filmed mm. um, I sometimes enjoy doing that and then sometimes I'm like you know what this takes too much brain power and I don't really care um, we are figuring that Friday nights meet the parents happened on Thursday at least Thursday if not maybe actually Wednesday because there was a moment where, was, was it in Finn when he was doing his speech and he talked about meeting your parents yesterday. last night yeah. and bear in mind and the, the only reason why this grates with me is because when Laura was doing the introduction he said let's look at their, their last morning in the villa and their last morning was then looking forward to the prom mm. which would have had to have been tonight so there's, they just couldn't have been on that timeline but then Finn said that he had met the parents the previous day which would mean that all of this stuff had happened three days ago which, which isn't really meaningful for any reason other than well of course they needed three days to put all those extra you know like dangling hearts and all the, the montages <laughs> but also they had to film that that arrival scene where they're all dancing with Laura in the villa on presumably Friday night but also they had to do all that work putting the extra like fire pits onto the swimming pool for all of the ropey camera unnecessary shots unnecessary yeah. fucking pyrotechnics mm. yeah so so we're kind of guessing that tonight's episode Sunday was probably filmed partly on Thursday Friday Saturday I'd say Friday maybe at a, at a ceiling because they would have needed time not only to just on a practical level set up the set mm. but also there were so many montages and all the other dancing bits to do that actually you'd nearly need a full day to, to get them all together. together. Yeah, and they get one day off anyway. I don't know why they don't acknowledge that when it's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they have a full day off where there's nothing. Now, I don't know if it's different in the final week. It probably yeah. is because there's so much to cover. I'd say it's like in work when you've got a big project, you got to put the hours in. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. no day off this week, well, guys. Sure they they we have, have a get, deadline to well, I'm sure going into town today, guys. <laughs> well, they have to get taken aside and even, right, okay, in, in this series with Love, there's, there's been extra circumstances that they need to be kept abreast of. But, I mean, always, you know, for the, the night before the big finale, they have to be taken aside and generally mm. told, right, well, I know you guys have been on camera for the last six or eight weeks, but you're not used to being interviewed on live television. So this is yeah. the, the general way the conversations are going to go and this is where we'll need you to stand for the, the start of it and then when we do the interview we'll need to bring you over here and you're going to have to say the following things and then afterwards move over here. And the do you think they had a dress rehearsal? Minutes. 
Almost certainly, Definitely, yeah. Because yeah. it, it's, well, it's far too big a TV event not to have had. That yeah, takes a bit of the romance out of it, though, doesn't it? I hadn't actually thought about a dress rehearsal before. You couldn't be letting people go on rogue. Thought Chad mm. could say anything like. And well, still, Luke T decided to wear a pair of chinos. Well, I was going to say it makes no. makes Finn, Finn's ropey answer to the Breakfast Club question look a little bit more suspect, doesn't it? Because yeah. he clearly must have been asked the question. Can we talk about the Breakfast Club? Okay. That they are going to be in, like genuine. I don't think the girls fully appreciate yet. So we were what talking about Brexit. this. When, you when, think they are? Or so, yeah, people? we were talking about this when the show was on. You're you're saying that the girls will be fuming, especially Shawnee's when she cuts out and she realizes that the boys have been doing this Breakfast Club. The beans Poo-flat. and beanos and tomato, wait, tomato. tomato. And don't say beans. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> We don't need that visual. So was oh, your egg God. poached or poached? Ah, oh, like you know, like, like I think. Like, because she was actually annoyed when she heard that he was just yes. mention any of what, what happened was, in the was, hideaway. The, the hideaway. naked in the hideaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's between us. So, so if she hears that her bits have been called avocado. And her like, bits. That is fair. I actually think whatever dressed them, I feel like the rest of them would yeah. probably not care. I feel like Shawnee's will be bothered. So my, because they had a conversation about it and yeah. they seem to have moved on. I just think they'll all be in trouble. My like. counter was that the parents were all talking about the breakfast club. We saw Luke T's mom like make a little gag of it. Finn's somebody said it in front of everybody. Mm. Um, it was mentioned a few times in front of the group. Now, it could have been a thing of like, oh, I didn't hear what they said, so just laugh anyway. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what she meant. Yeah. But I feel like it was maybe disgusting. I don't know, maybe I'm maybe being really... Well, maybe- that is a fair point, but I just, I don't... I don't know. And what like, are they all doing gathering in the morning by the breakfast bar for a long time? I feel like everyone knows everyone inside that villa. Like, you know what people are talking yeah, about. Yeah. You know it's people not are as if they can be discussing no, the latest events not... of the world. They can't be going yeah. like, God, match of the day was great last night. Like, there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, So, but I don't know. I feel like that's they when the someone... girls. It's not that when the girls eat their breakfast up at... Get, getting oh, get ready. ready. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then they come back down and they have their oh, breakfast maybe. club. But would you not hear them like... No. The villa's so big though. Like, do you know what I mean? They could mm. be like... I'm making <laughs> a gesture this, my hands. Imagine if this came away. out afterwards and it was like, Finn and Paige end after <laughs> she finds but out also, about like, avocados. Uh, in fairness, but on the topic of how, how the, you know, like when, okay, yes, the, where they, they each have their breakfast is so far away and it's a very large villa, but you're also in, you know, close confines with each other 24 hours a day, presumably six days a week. Maybe they, mm. they get a little bit of cabin fever relief uh, on the day off. But in the course of being around the rest of the villa for 144 hours at a stretch, it's pretty difficult to think that someone at one point would not have just discussed, you know. Yeah. Like, what, is, what is it you guys talk about when you're all then they're having breakfast every morning and they, they all go, oh, uh, you know, well, we which, which Simpsons series oh. is better? Like, you know, sorry, they, eventually like, it's going to have to Would you not on. think as well that like, and Fage, Fage and Pin, Finn and Paige, I've done that too many times this season. If Finn and Paige, I know, it's so bad. If they have talked to each other quite openly about like so-called secrets before and we've seen Paige been on the bad end of it where Finn has been like, Paige, I told you not to say it. And then she's gone straight over being like, oh, you have the gossip, I have the gossip, I have the gossip. I, would you not just be like, you'll never guess. Shawnee Salute hooked up last night. Like, I feckin' would. Like, yeah. I gotta hold my hands up. I absolutely would. Uh, that is actually true. They do tell it. Like, any, any, once anyone has any form of news, it is immediately mm. broadcast. Yeah. Usually via mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so quickly. Because they're just so like, I have something that no one else knows. I am now the centre of attention for the next three seconds absolutely. until I've told someone else. Mm. We're going we're gonna to talk about our final four. Um, do we think it was the right four couples? You mentioned Mike there. Mike and Priscilla went on Friday night. Do we think it was the right four couples in the final four? 
Well, I certainly don't think there was any case to be made for Mike being in the final four, given that he's had a special connection with basically every single female. <laughs> Even, Laura. In. Even Laura. Even Laura. Even Laura. Like it was nearly at the point where we, we were joking in a, in a WhatsApp, Killian, that um, when he and Priscilla were on that date out in the safari thing, that he was about to announce that on like some some girl would end up walking across the, the tundra behind him and that he'd end up going, we have a special connection. <laughs> <laughs> because like the guy, like he, he's, he's a serial monogamist really, isn't he? Yeah. He is. God love him. So I don't think there was any case to be made for him being in a final couple, no matter how nice Priscilla might have been and how semi-genuine they might have... Kind of rots me though that Luke M and Demi were there when. Stop Like, it. okay, okay, I'm not a mycologist. But there's a part of me that's like, if he was willing to put his money where his mouth was and ask Priscilla out, mm. I'm just, when I think of like the fundamentals of the show, like they were a legitimate couple. And what? Luke M and Demi weren't, and probably never will be, not be hateful. Wait, wait. Like, I'm sorry. I, I hate all you Luke M Demi supporters that I'm surrounded by. Like, I'm not. Here You're not for buying it. it. No. Absolutely not. Like, no way. I think she likes him. I think he was just trying to get to the end. And I don't, like, he, I think he was just grinning and bearing it. Truly. Like, I don't think he dislikes Demi. I think they have a great friendship. <laughs> Which is they, all you want from a partner, we, really, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> he doesn't dislike me. <laughs> to have a told to not dislike He please. grins and bears me. How lovely. <laughs> I have, what, what was the quote? I have been happy with you at New Year's Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Oh, Lord. Well, us, uh, us fans can call ourselves the Luke Dems if we want. Oh, oh. Stop I'm now. Ne- I, we've got a name on him. I'm, I'm, I'm even for a that, that's hitting our audience out of yeah. for this show. Luke Dems. <laughs> me. I, I think. I hate you. That's a level of political gang that even I wasn't comfortable with. I think they are. Um, I think they're. I think they're going to go traveling, like they said. Oh my God! Sorry, can we just? They're going to go to festivals. Okay. Long Beach. Sorry. Bit <laughs> 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 of forbidden fruit, anybody? Stay up front for ASAP. Yep, yep. Has anyone ASAP. ever said such a normal answer for like what's next? Like, like we're going to go traveling. We're going to. I was like, but like traveling. that's the thing. Like I don't. And when I say that about Luke M, I don't think. I think he knew they weren't going to win, and I don't think he was trying to like string her along yeah. or whatever. But I think he just knew the place they were both in in the series, and he was just like this is it like mm. we'll just we'll have a good time and we'll you made a good point Gavin, at the end where you said you know they're both really likeable people you both you want the best for both these people it was kind of a relationship of convenience yeah yeah in, in fairness like, as, as much as I, I, I get from Nuda's point that yeah maybe like you shouldn't be wasting one of your spots in the final four with a couple who aren't actually sort of a couple in that sense but they are both individually really likeable people mm. and because of some of the difficulties that Demi had had over the course of it that it was very easy to feel sympathetic for her and uh, Luke always just seemed like just a really nice guy never went out of his way to upset anyone just seemed like a really just sound fella so that individually it was nice to it was easy to like both of them we can't discuss Luke uh, Luke Bieber Luke and Dem, yeah. Demi what's his initial Luke what I, I, was Luke this? underscore M. Okay. Luke M. Right. <laughs> and not M. include M. if we're talking about oh they're not really a couple whatever nonsense Chad and Jess. Jess have going on that is like do you know what they're not do you know uh, they're exclusive the Kool-Aid right that is I like them a, I like them oh, do you like them I put, I'm putting like a Ron Burgundy at the end there but I like them I think I, yeah I don't, I, I don't see it. I, I definitely warmed them more as yeah. it went on. And again, I feel like they both knew that they also weren't going to win and they were just yeah. acknowledging that they were going to have a good time. But I think we, I think, was it Gav, you said that they were like kind of a poor man's Indian Ovi this year? Or was it, you said it? Mm, 
And we're not saying might, might have one of those like, media group think things where yeah. we all thought, but nobody actually Maybe, said yeah, it Like, I'm not sure about their future out side of it yeah. but I hate yeah. to jinx it yeah. either I don't know like it's it's difficult with those two because at the same time if Luke Game and Jamie got together like I'd be delighted mm. like don't get me wrong I just don't really buy it now Yeah. just when we have a passing reference of Ovi can I just put on the record that I think it's disrespectful to Ovi's legacy <laughs> that they don't announce message whenever but they no get a text no one said it this season not a single time no. but also I kind of wish I'm glad they didn't because I don't like when Islanders reference like the show and like I just don't but I was like going to say it. as well I feel like if someone had done it I would have been a bit raging I would have been like shut up I'd be like you don't shut even go you, here shut up you you tick you know absolutely yeah I just felt I don't know and it was but, like who came into Casa Amor and was very aware Eva wasn't it that yeah, we got with yeah, Naz yeah, 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 and she had she said something Naz. she'd referenced something that had happened earlier in the season and I was a bit like hold on now we've been here the whole time you're not meant to have been here <laughs> uh, yeah, but you can't you can't keep up with that fallacy when you have this idea of yes, you know got a no, you can't because, <laughs> go, no because then you have I've got a text Finn has decided that he wants to go on his second date with you but like if you go by that logic where they're supposed to be complete outsiders who know nothing I'm with then, you don't look at what, me what is, what is Finn doing then inviting this random stranger girl onto a date I mean clearly it, it has to be implied yeah. that the newcomers have been watching and know everything there is to know before they come in Alright Gav checkmate In fairness yeah Yeah actually Fair call there I think it was primed For someone like Connor To say it Connor With an R well, What would we call Connor. Connor with an R with Connor an with the teeth Sorry Laura's done a great job But when she said it at the end We've had two Connors I thought no. the one Irish representative Inside there would know How to differentiate Between Connor And Connor this fucking Connor with a G or whatever bullshit they had going for a while. Because like, it's like OG Connor. It's like, but that's kind of too think, close to yeah, Connor with a G. Yeah. But also Connor without the with the G. Yeah, name was the new new Connor. Second Connor. Connor. It was still very early on. Like he was a very new entrance. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so like he also, couldn't even call the other guy. Not original. the same name even remotely. Not Connor. The same name. These Connor. Connors are small. Connor. The ones over there. <laughs> Have G's and H's. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. Um, sorry, Kelly, I can't remember what your point was there neither, now. Neither can I. Your look, your look. It was to do with uh, with Luke T. Luke T not no, Luke oh, M yeah, sorry, being sorry. nice. Was it? <laughs> sorry, but that actually reminds me of something that I did want to say before Orla passes away. Okay. You had a point you wanted to make. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> the edit, like Luke M is nice. Okay, that's what the edit. <laughs> that's what the edit. That's what the edit has led us to believe. And there's another part of me then, and one of the reasons why I don't believe him and Demi so much, is that he hasn't really been given a lot to say in their relationship. Like I feel like, and the reason why he hasn't, it took him so long to click with someone. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with him. Like I feel like he's. In a not hateful way, I feel like he might be really boring. So we said this, or really quiet. When did we? When Natalia came back, yes, and it, it, it instantly it was like it was off. a flick of a switch. It was so, and everyone weird. was messaging us, um, like, kind of, oh, I don't understand. Like, Luke's just so nice. Why are all the girls sleeping on this like really sound guy? And we had said we were like. Maybe he's just nice. Like maybe clip, that's the, all there is. The clip they showed of him and Natalia in Casamore. Yes. I, I, I looked at the, the short clip we got. I looked at it in a very different way tonight than mm. I did. I thought, oh, they're getting on great. Now you can see that it wasn't working. I yeah. Think I was, it would look tense or look, not even tense, just like look forced. Yeah. I also think we can't overlook the fact that when he was like talking about having a kiss and she was like, I just think we shouldn't rush things. I was like, 
Sorry, I'm expecting you to say I love you in two weeks' time. Absolutely, rush things. <laughs> We're at the point where you need to rush it, like Natalia. Oh, you need a ticket in there, like, like you know. Absolutely, I would be wedding. dropping the hand, like. Like if this was love is blind, engagement ring would be on. Yeah. Like done deal. Yeah, so yeah. we need this to move yeah. a little bit quicker here, 18 guys. Eighteen days to the wedding. <laughs> God, imagine if they took it there at the summer series. Oh, that's the twist I need. That is. Oh, y'all wanted yeah. a twist. Dro- drop, <laughs> drop, drop the fifty grand thing. Let's have like, right, so if you really love each other, do you want to get married? Right <laughs> now? Say I do. Yeah. Oh God, that would be high pressure. Yeah. Please wedding license um, please so we didn't have the, the shopping scene this year we, we talked oh, about yeah. this last season do you know when they do the all here's what you can get on indestyle.com uh, we didn't have that this season there was no shopping the girls where did they go to a spa to yeah, I was. It Which was also a, looked a little bit like a Buddhist retreat. It was a bit of a shed though wasn't it it was a glorified yeah. shed oh, yeah. nice. that was definitely where they parked like the motorbikes oh, and stuff there. Would you? I would. All right. Yeah, you remarked that it was a very nice advert South yeah. African tourism. Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine it that. It look nice. Maybe, maybe in the future there'll be countries that will pitch to have London Love Island come to the country like the wait, World wait. Cup. It'd be like website. Imagine. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine, can we imagine? Like, draw? Pulling the ball oh out of the hat. Oh my God. Like, Dublin. We're, we're like, oh, oh my God. Aren't, aren't we going to round it? like Phoenix Iceland Park. or somewhere like. Oh my <laughs> God. It would be exciting. Carlo, hey. <laughs> Oh. Imagine yeah, oh. some centre parks could cut it, put in a, wow. a bid. They could have definitely Love do centre parks. Park. Mamora could, could be the ambassador. Fully do the <laughs> like in the same way that David Beckham gets hired to be the ambassador for World Cup bids, just wow. hire Mora. Lads, we're just spitballing here. Like, like, do you know the way for your vision? They'd have like someone represent each country. You could have Mora as mm. like the, yeah, the video the postcards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good evening, Europe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is good what, evening. Where's she from? Longford. Longford. This is Longford calling. <laughs> Heard um, the results of the Edwardstown jewelry. <laughs> really disconnected line. Um, so they had their little pamper set where they're talking and they're getting their speeches ready. It's fairly boring, like nothing really happens. I thought the lads were having a bit of a crack, bit of bit of a crack, bit of crack with their speeches. Um, what rhymes with Shawnee's? Fleece. Fleece, obviously. I wear your heart like a fleece. Like a fle- and they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah put yeah, that yeah. down, put yeah, that yeah. down. Put Doesn't that matter down. if it's a really twisted metaphor that makes no sense. If it's a rhyme, go with it. It's get it fine. Down, get it down, get it what down. was this fudge rhyme? He, some, some you won't that. make me budge or something? Oh, yes. mm. Absolute yeah. winner with though Demi, you give me a semi. Cracker. Fuck it, like. Cracker. That's Valentine's sorted for the next like five years for Luke. The mind map did make me laugh. Mind maps are brilliant, aren't they? <laughs> like, yeah. pagey, pagey baby. baby. And just bubble. various adjectives like shooting off from it. Like, that's Scottish. Blonde. That's what I can only hope far from any love interests to be honest oh stunning the girls are, I'm just going to mention it because it was so jarring in the episode when the girls were getting their massages and <laughs> was looking across this is obviously not a visual medium but if you can imagine what I'm doing right now she was lying on the on the massage table with her head pointed directly at whoever was next to her I think it was Demi and she was like how lush is this and I was just like is this the bent neck lady here yeah, like, like it was, she de- it was totally definitely at a reflex angle it was gone full oh. Tommy Fury 560 degrees around yeah, yeah, like yeah. she was like arcs at a very unnatural they don't place. recommend that when you're getting the old massages like Don Conroy owl like just oh. <laughs> rotation like 100% lush Demi like there's a hole in the bed for a reason you need to put your face there like you don't do you know what I mean the stretch yeah oh you'd have a I love, I love it can't just be an owl it has to be a Don Conroy owl I love Absolutely. it he owns those animals <laughs> <laughs> like, you know show some respect <laughs> Um, so the boys are back in the villa they're getting ready for their night out didn't they all look lovely in their suits I feel like a mom on Deb's night they They all did look look. didn't they they always do they always it's funny how for six or eight weeks we see them in little to no clothes but it's when they put on 17 layers of clothing we're like wow 
you scrub on, them on the so one night well. where it didn't appear to be very windy so yeah. that they were finally wearing all these layers on a night where it might have been nice to have good coverage from all the terrible wind that's been plaguing Cape Town for the last two months Stop. and then actually no it was a very mild night and there wasn't a breeze at all yeah. <laughs> not a breeze at all the girls all looked fabulous as well um, Shawnice and her green guna thought she looked love it there's mm-hmm. a gal who can pull off green and oh, not many can not many you know, can enviable it's like peach on an Irish skin tone just doesn't work all the time. Yeah. Just doesn't work all the time. Yeah. Luke M seeing Demi I thought was I learned cute. so much in the show. Yeah, look, do you know what? Yeah. It's, we're go- we're really toying with putting this in the education category on Spotify. <laughs> really. Now, guys, here we can t- think about politics as well. Luke Dems, sure, Jesus, sure. we're ticking them off. Right so itself. many boxes ticked. <laughs> uh, the best thing I learned this season was about the, the, the girls' reactions to if he takes if he takes selfies on Instagram. Oh, and, if he and takes mirror selfies. Mirror like, selfies. No. Done. Oh, Dushed. No. What the, 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 the reaction to it was so oh, Who was that? Oh, Leanne. Leanne. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, Leanne. And Shauna as well. There and, was and a then, time. Oh, what's her name? Who Connor stayed? Sophie. 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 Someone oh requested God. that we do the, the screech one more time, actually, on Instagram. So for you. What was the screech? Oh. Connor. Connor. <laughs> oh, I love it. Don't miss that in my eardrums. Um, Finn told Lou, Lou. Oh, damn it. We're nearly there. Luke M told Demi that she looked insane. Whereas... He's a very limited uh, stash of adjectives, doesn't he? Mm. Insane, unreal. Yeah. And that's basically it. But doesn't he have a gorgeously large smile? He does. Doesn't he? It's a real beamy smile, isn't it? Um, Finn gave the speech to the team. Do you know the little huddle around that tiny table, like mm. the really small Usually little podium? a kiss of death in Love Island. No one who gives the speeches wins. You Curtis, we're looking at you, pal. Drove yeah. me mental last year. Um, I thought it was a nice little speech. The fact that he referenced the couples, but also the friends. I mm. feel like we have a really tight-knit eight there, like in the finale tonight. Mm. I thought they all really got on. Despite the fact, as we remembered halfway through, that Luke M was tearing the ear off Jess only three weeks ago for the fact that she was thinking about getting with uh, Mike. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I saw Amy O'Connor tweet that during, during the world last week now, say, saying that, that exact thing. They, just, they were just a lovely bunch yeah. in mm. the last mm. group. They just were a nice bunch. And I thought it was very... Also, not not to, to tread over um, old ground, but what we're talking about at the very start of the podcast as well, you'd wonder whether if there even was any antagonism among them to begin with, mm. possibly for the week that was in it, they would have edited it out because they wanted to have the show put its best foot forward and make it look like it was a constructive, enjoyable experience for everyone there. So even mm-hmm. if there was a bit of needle, they probably wouldn't have included it. But in fairness, you do get the sense that they're all just liked each other's company. Even Luke, yeah. even Luke kind of buried the hatch with Mike very, very quickly once they went to Casa Moore. Like they, yeah. they, were, they, were like, they were like in conflict going to Casa Moore and then there was bound. no real lingering animosity no, that I can remember was Rebecca and Shawnice was probably the longest but even by the time Rebecca was leaving Shawnice was like you know me and Rebecca have had a rough start but I actually really like the girl I really miss her who else but also Shanice was going full Khaleesi at that stage she was like I've seen off another enemy <laughs> <laughs> yeah she did really well for herself to be fair um, okay so we're down to where are we oh the speeches Um we're going to run through it because a lot of it was kind of irrelevant. Fidelia, you had up on your story that you were crying. Who are you crying for? Shanice and Luke T, even though he did a poem, which I didn't agree with. I like You do poem. not want Fanula to be calling you, you their, your, her parents on the show because it's just a kiss of death. Another kiss of death. They're my mom and dad. <laughs> no. You, they always start it all finished. They're my every, parents. Every year you fall <laughs> I love them. Every year you fall Leave my parents alone. I don't care. <laughs> you fall twi- <laughs> twice in some so season. Much. They're so cute. I They're like so cute. Yeah, no, I do end up breaking up all my parents. I want to question why Luke and Luke M um, told Demi that they've enjoyed much laughter, lust, and love. 
like very immediately horny like just stop wasn't it like, I feel like when you're dressed in such attire you can't be thinking about what's going on under the pants like you know I just you know thought what I it mean? would and also again I would argue like where bitch where is this where? lost like where not a tomato or avocado or whatever you want to call you know it was I mean? happening he hasn't, he hasn't had breakfast for weeks like the guy is falling away and it's the most important meal of the day Absolute. like do you know Absolute just I don't know. I just, when it comes to the first thing I of the mean, day. I mean, ju- I thought it was a bit. I don't know. Do you think I he was nudging at it? He was like, you know, the lost Demi, you know, you know, when we Wink get out of here, we're going to have a room all by ourselves. After that party. Jason Shed said. Oh, I have one note about this. Right said Chet. <laughs> Did I say it right? No, I'm just I'm I was like, God, just Jess ignore me. I'm Jess, actually just, God, Jesus. Delirious. Jess spent most of it talking about Eve. Uh, that has been a running thread for all of um, Ched's uh, running Ched thread. Um, that, that, that he, that he keeps referencing Eve, and obviously, look when you're you know you're you've got an identical twin sister. Of course, you're going to keep bringing it up. But I feel like it's it must be very central to Ched's identity of what Jess is. That he just keeps saying, oh, you know, oh, that, that twin sister you have, yeah, uh, she should approve. And now I'm really glad that we've got the approval of that twin sister you have. Yeah, that, like, like he, some he, kind he, of dark or overlord, like just looking at the two of them like, <laughs> yes, my pretties, <laughs> fly. No, I just, just meant that, that ultimately in his head that he only kind of sees her as being part of the deal. One half of it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's an obstacle to overcome, I feel like. I think that I buy them. I don't know. Maybe I'm delirious, but I, I think there is. Yeah, Killian but now like, did you, you say fools. it? I feel like Jess is it in her mind that she's going to come out now and like work with Eve on like capitalizing mm. on that twin thing, as opposed to like working mm. individually. Sister, sister, the reboot is what I mean. Which, which, means, which yeah. means Biggs will be seeing a lot less of her now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor Biggs. Biggs. But I had heard Biggs had a girlfriend on the outside, and he only entered to Sorry, raise his profile. I remember this. I now. have that on. Very legitimate horses. So did Big's girlfriend tell you that? <laughs> she didn't. But I'm Big's girlfriend. A friend of Big's girlfriend. Um, yeah, I remember that. we brushed right over that with Casa Moore, I think, because I don't think you were in for the few days that that had kind of come out. Yeah. But that was quite an interesting. Bit. Who would have thought that Big's would have been such a conversation point? When really, I think he, I think we only found out he was Scottish the day that they were going home. And Laura Whitmore was like, "Did you enjoy your experience?" And he was like, "I like." I was like, "That was the only time I heard him speak." I'm very Truly, sure. Yeah. Like God, those Casa Moore people that just don't get any. Anytime, poor feckers. Finn and Paige are doing their what do you call it? A love declaration, speech. I think, is the official most term. embarrassing thing you'll do in your life, potentially. Um, Finn is talking about moving to Manchester. This has been repeated a few times, which makes me think it must where, be true. Where is he from again? Where is he? Is he oh. London? The South somewhere. <laughs> broad, <laughs> really broad. Like, but, like, in the, but, like, but, but like but in the Coronation Street sense of the way they say, like you know, down south, like anywhere south okay. of Birmingham is south you know he is from drumroll because I need to find a like in, in oh, Game of Thrones anywhere south Defender. is below Winterfell yes. that's like yeah. the whole yeah. of that, all of Westeros yeah. is like below he's the from Sar- that can't be right where's it say he's from sorry place of birth Albania Waterford. didn't what? know that he might have been Milton Keynes okay right alright so that's just so, it so no, that's yeah. Jesus that took a long time to find didn't it Anyway, um, so he's moving to Manchester. That's a bit of a, a bit That's, of a move. He could become a bricklayer. He could be. Yeah. Uh, no shortage of him there, apparently. Yeah. Finn crying. What does he do again? What was his thing? A football player. Semi-pro. Finn? Sorry, so he's what? just announcing that he's going to move to it. Like that—that's not how professional sports work. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm just going to move there," and no. then you get send around CVs to non-league teams and see whether you can get. He signed. joined on the 19th of July, 2019. I'll have you know that he joined after following a successful trial. 
mm-hmm. he joined the National League South Club Oxford City. That's the sixth tier of uh, English football. Quick. So you can't like you can't just pitch up and then just go all right, Salford City, I'm available. Like you, that's not how sports Updating his LinkedIn, work. Yeah. looking for opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, I like don't sending know why a CV into Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, being like, got any work going? <laughs> <laughs> I when he started crying though, that set me off. I was proper. just. Yeah, weeping, 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 weeping. It was. Yeah. I just. It. I. If. If I, I see someone him. like that crying on screen, I just can't. I'm just like, no. I need to console them. Um. I love and feeding back to your point earlier about male friendships. I love that we've had more lads crying on this show the last two seasons. Yeah. I and I love that he's always the one to start and fa- pages like for fuck's sake now I'm going to start. I just love their dynamic. I think they're really really cute. Um, then he said Paige I want you to know that I love you and it was just it was just a really nice speech I think he did really really well they're likeable but I was still like I feel like Finn is more likeable than Paige so I thought I don't know I think I, I think Paige is very likable. I think, I think they've evened out at this point. I would agree with you, you at the start because there was that whole thing of like oh she's Luke Valley's ex and she won't stop going on about him yeah. but I feel like it has even out now the thing I feel like Finn has played a really strong role in the villa in that he's kind of become like the big dog on yeah. the, what would you call it the island I don't know whatever he seems to be the kind <laughs> the of continent. leader yeah, yeah. in <laughs> campus yeah. uh, when seen- are we going to address the fact that it should have been called Love Continent <laughs> <laughs> there's no island involved at all absolutely none I, yes I feel like he was more whereas Paige kind of after they kind of settled kind of didn't really have much more of a story of her own whereas Shawnee's and Luke kind of had a lot more to give. Is, is that the nature of not having any kind of major threats to your relationship, though? If there's no yeah. one coming in and like really, you know, entering you into a triangle that you don't want to be in, that when there's no drama there, that there's not much to say. I mean, it's a little bit like Tommy and Molly May last year, where they basically they went a full week without even appearing in the show at all because yeah. there was just no drama. There was more, just, just more away. couldn't break that. There was no one else. Yeah, no exactly. One else. Yeah. See his next season. Uh, Shawnee Saluti had their speech. Uh, like you said, you weren't happy that Luke T did a poem. Poems never. Well, I cried anyway, so I don't actually know why I'm saying this. That was I'm such a bad Like I wish he hadn't done a poem, but it was. I, like, it was a I good just poem. like I thought what she said to him was very heartfelt. I thought his po like in the scale of like poems, I've definitely heard worse poems during declarations. Say poems one more time. Poems. Um, I agree. I also think that this raises questions about the fact that when he asked her to be his girlfriend, everyone was like, "There's no fucking way Luke T wrote all those clues." I'm questioning it tonight because there's no way he got help in his homework twice like <laughs> I think he did really well tonight with the home am I wrong? I thought he did as well I like I just I just and from the snippets we've seen of them throughout the show like that clip of them during the night and she, he's like stroking her hair and oh, stuff I just I just think they're legit like they're ripe really, for really a web do. a night cam aren't they? Yeah absolutely like, right for it I love the first episode of the pod since their big elaborate question setting thing because that aired on Valentine's night so there hasn't been a podcast yeah. since is there? Yeah. We just said you hated I, that. I, I thought just ridiculously performative that what? like it's the the the, the whole the, the, the quest thing. Like, you, can you not just, if it's a thing, a thing in development in your own relationship, do you need to involve everyone else in setting the clues along the way? Like? I yeah, would, I would agree with you, <laughs> except for the fact that they're on a televised show where that is the whole purpose. Um, they're not playing a game then. My mm, my opinion of all that is shredded actually. because I'm still blown away by how good The Crown was. The Crown, Honestly, the crown was unbelievable. How there was, did they have access to those art supplies? Like, they shouldn't that, that have been That was definitely, Jim, what's it called? Shrine, the... the 
Gypsy Shrine? Gypsy, Gypsy Those Shrine, festival yeah. stickers that everyone no, sticks I mean, on their face. Even the outline of it was cut. It just looks uniform. Like art and hobby could never like. Oh. Do you know what I mean? They, they got on the Burger King on a Saturday and they just put tinfoil nah, around. Tinfoil. I can't believe like they were allowed. Nativity. I can't believe they were allowed scissors in the villa, like with Ched. Like it was just. <laughs> like, they looked like those like, zigzaggy cut, ones. Yeah, they, they looked like the ones that are essentially like like crayons. I love that Luke Couldn't T made reference to Rebecca and Wallace, fallen soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. We miss you. He was on about moving to Bristol, and then he said he finished it weirdly when he was like, "I look forward to you supporting me in football and other endeavors," which is very much but like when you get was rejected. Just a, a useful rhyme, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but we didn't know yeah. that at the, at the time. I was like, "God, this sounds like you've been being told I'm not, I'm not after getting the job." And yeah. then I think coming, it is a LinkedIn PFO, isn't it? They're yeah. Like, oh, best of luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> Signed, go away now. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. She's two shout-outs for LinkedIn. Yeah, we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, you'll be giving away the spot. The official, the official social media partner of Love Bank. <laughs> <laughs> All the first look sponsored by LinkedIn next year. Move over, TikTok. Um, then they went for the, the customary pool jump, bringing one woman and one woman only to mind. Olivia Atwood, will she yeah. ever be replaced with that? I don't know what you'd call no. it. Just leap from the air no. into the water. Overall, really good night. Um Lovely little prom. It was very, very positive. I was feeling the time at this point because it was near near 10 o'clock. And I was going, God, we've still another half hour of this now before we have to knock them out one by one. Uh, with that, with a bit of business to do, lads, it's our last episode, so it's our last chance to give away a voucher. Fiend enthusiasm. Um, we have another 50 euro voucher to give away thanks to our amazing sponsors, Just Eat, who have been so, so good to us this season. Uh, you can find all the information that you need on the competition over on our Instagram, on the latest post there, um, or on our Instagram stories, actually. I'm going to do that after this. So figure it out, guys. We'll update you over there. Um, you can win 50 euro voucher, which, as we've discussed previously on this episode, on this podcast with you, Fanula, and with you, Killian, you can get a lot with 50 euros. Gavin, you have not been asked. This is probably the most difficult question you've been asked over the last oh, few weeks, God. especially with GE 2020. What would you buy with 50 euros just to eat voucher? Uh, eight and a half snack boxes from Silvio's and Temple Oak. So Scenes. specific. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> Scenes. <laughs> eight and a half. So how many? How much uh, are they? I think they're about uh, 657 euro For a snack uh, box? Yeah. Mm. Wait, mm. wait, is that good? Like, Silvio's Temple Oak is very good as well. Is it? Mm. Do you have your place? O- other, I have... Other, other options are available. To, oh no, we don't oh, have any brand lines today. <laughs> no, no. But, uh, anyway, that's, We've had a wide this presentation. This is an, of... an unexpected line of inquiry, but no, it's a very good takeaway. <laughs> Partially recommended to all listeners. <laughs> Fanula, are you still sticking with your... Did I say and... lemon tree last time? No. I still stand by lemon tree in Finglas. Will I say that now? Yeah, absolutely. Lemon tree, satay noodle box, divine. Um, boiled rice and pork crackers divine um, we won't vegetables and cashews divine refer back to previous episodes to discuss the boiled rice and yeah. prawn cracker thing what Killian I, I can't remember what I said I can't remember what you said either but I know you said you wanted to have it in, in a plate bowl because as we've discussed ah, at length bowl, yes. they're just if anyone hasn't got a plate bowl in their gas it's just like much a much more efficient way to have eating any food. mixed Asian food yeah or any, any dish that has any type of liquid in it. So what you're saying is that the best way to have fusion cuisine is with fusion cutlery. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but you can, have, you can have a dry meal on a plate, but anything that involves a sauce or a liquid or like a gravy or a jus of any type into the bowl plate. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes with a reduction. <laughs> oh, God. 
This is our last it's been episode, been a long guys. Series, guys. <laughs> it really has. This is where we are. Anyway, you're chatting doing a fucking vouchers over on the Instagram, right? So just move on over there, right? Uh, we're going to get to the end because, by God, we're crawling towards this finish line. Fourth place was Jess and Jed. I think fair position for them to take, despite the fact that they are potentially further along in their relationship than Luke and Jed. Yeah, it was a fair point that Fanula made when we were watching it. That like, as much as you might go, well, they they might just be the least likable of the four. At least they are sort of a couple in that they're exclusive, whereas the other two are just kind of palling around together, really, aren't they? It was just the fact that Jess and Jed just aren't as likable as Demi, Demi and them, and I've been like historically like I don't think like Jess and Eve weren't really liked from the start. Which no, is they not. seem like. Potentially, maybe not the most interesting, or and that sounds really hateful as well, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't really yeah, grab yeah, attention as much as other mm. people, but like harmless in the grand scheme of things. For me, I think I just kind of had once her sister was gone, I thought, oh, that's just she'll be gone soon. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I don't know why there was no logic well, they, to that. Maybe it was an editing thing, though, that it, like, it was as if that the only identities they had was that there was two of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That was it. That was all yeah, they had. Fully, and, like, yeah, yeah. They contributed really nothing else in the first few weeks mm. other than just being twins and the fact that the boys were kind of oogling over the fact that they were twins yeah. but they, they almost it. left Jess off camera almost for like the next four or five days afterwards maybe she was just trying to find her feet or maybe that they were kind of waiting to mm. see whether there was a personality that they wanted to showcase there or whatever but in fairness that it, she what's the right way of putting it that they, they, the show did her justice I think as it went on because it did show that there was a little bit more to her character than just having a duplicate walking around. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think as well, Ched, I, I think it's only in the last week that I've actually grown attachments to them at all. And even when Mike left the other night and Ched was really broken up about Mike leaving, I was like, Jeez, this is another part of Ched's character that we had never really mm. been shown. Like the boys all seemed like even the last day when they were talking about feminism and stuff and they were just having a laugh. I was mm. like, we we hadn't been shown. And that's the problem with some of these cast and more people. I think Ovi was one of the first who kind of broke through where he was such a character. They kind of had to let him and he was so popular. They had to let him be a character of his own. Whereas you fall victim when you're a cast and more person, I think, to being the kind of add on. You know, like Mo- like Molly was the adult yeah, Callum. She had no the temptress. Absolutely, yeah. you know, you never had your own individual story. Molly was the add-on. Uh, Natalia kind of had her own story, but it was a negative one because she kind of seemed to use Luke M, quote-unquote, to kind of get into the villa. Ched was a person I feel like wasn't given that story, but mm. seemed to have had a really nice time there of his own, kind of aside from his relationship with Jess. And Jess as well became a much... I don't she didn't become a much more likable person I think the portrayal of her became much more favourable when mm. she was in a partnership and she wasn't kind of that character that they could use to kind of be that like you said that temptress person or whatever like the stuff with Mike kind of put her in a negative position as well when he was chasing her and all that kind of stuff but then when she settled down with Chad it was like oh there's actually nothing here anymore to be a man we can just actually see them having the crack and being themselves and I actually really liked them I was surprised if you told me two weeks ago that they would have been in the final I would have been like you're oh off you're God. absolute tit but here we are and I think they deserved it yeah Luke, Em and Demi I think also deserved it but I would have found it hard to argue that Mike and Priscilla if they had gotten in I would have found it hard to argue that you know Luke, Em and Demi should have been there I think it, it was going to be either one of those two and I think it was probably I don't know how narrow it would have been but I imagine it wasn't that much of a gap yeah. between the two couples yeah. I would say I think with that force it was always it's a two horse race do you know what I mean yeah. and I think wherever Demi and Luke, Em and Jess and Jed inevitably landed I don't really think it mattered in the grand yeah. scheme things and even for people watching I feel like it was mm. all about who was first and second with this Um. 
Laura announced the winner. We kind of discussed those couples earlier, but she she gave away the hint. She said this is our first winner in Cape Town, which made us kind of go first because we're unsure if there's going to be another winter series. Um, I know the figures have been fairly okay. It's dropped a little bit from the summer series, but it's been fairly okay. Um, I don't know if they should bother with another winter series. I didn't love it enough for me to feel that spending, you know, 14 weeks of my life every year watching this mm. thing is worth it. Although I will totally do it if it needs be. <laughs> well, it, it needs to feel like it's come at a bit of a premium though, because like, it, yeah. it's like any, like too much of a good thing will always then kind of lower its value. And, you know, we we're having a separate discussion around how would you mix up the series in future? Because you can't just keep necessarily doing the same Casa Amor thing or the same final dates thing or the same prom thing that you are the same. Parents in, baby, this, change. Yeah. baby change. All the, baby change. Be the, the, the 50 that. grand dilemma, which is never a dilemma at the end yeah. that you have to mix it up and and those things become even more tiresome when you're looking at the same formula being rolled out mm. literally six months after you saw it again and the, and the real thing being the contestants then know completely what to expect like you observed Killian that one when Casa Moore happened this time Page the girls immediately mm. understood yeah. it. oh Casa Moore's happened because yeah, yeah. they just yeah. see the writing on the wall from that far away and it, it does take from the format of the show so if they are going to keep two series a year they're going to have to they rewrite the rule book pretty that's what drew me in the first season it was like oh, there's actually multiple ways they can eliminate mm. Uh, mm. or they dump people from yeah. the island it's and not just big brother style evictions yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was just, it was just it kept you guessing and it, it lends to the producers very well to to sculpt the show how they want, keep characters they in, people keep the characters on all yeah. the same characters, keep people they want in. But, you know, so I think they need to get back to that. Yeah. Back to a bit of... Because we could even tell sometimes when we watch the first look and you're like, okay, there's three people left. We, those two people and those two people are really popular. So they're going to dump the least popular fella and the least popular girl. Like we can kind of work out maths wise. Mm. Usually we're close yeah. enough mm. at, to predicting how they're going to dump and usually the listeners are as well. Um, we're going to jump into the money share thing now because I know you're eager to talk about this, Gav. The money share thing for me is the biggest anti-climax of this fucking season and that's talking about a lot of people in there who are leaving this villa with blue balls. This is like <laughs> really disappointing the way that they announced the winner. It's this big hoop black and Fetty Cannon's up into the air. And then hold on, wait, 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 we've to split the money. It's an anti-climax every season, though. Like, literally, with, maybe with the sole exception of last year, because Amor and Greg There's have been a, a couple for about there 10 days. <laughs> but, it, but equally, he was sound, and it would have completely ruined his brand to just run away yeah. with the money. But, like, there's never... There's never any sort of question of a doubt of, of whether a... And this idea as well, that it's always presented as if, now we're going to find out whether you were mm. with him for love or money. And they like, drag no it out ever, so much. Money was never mm. introduced as a motivating factor yeah. until the last three minutes of the last episode. There's, there's just no need Yeah, for as it. you said, it's not mentioned throughout the series at this all. Is, it's it so redundant. If there was, even if there was challenges along the way that would kind of make you go, hold on a minute there now, you took... Even if there was a thing of like, in bigger, Big Brother where you have a purse, you know, and you're like, oh, with you the get purse a certain you can get... Money. Yeah, yeah, like if there was a thing that like someone decided okay well I'm not going to take a night in the hideout with them because I'd actually prefer the money or whatever that there was more clues along the way that might skew you to think actually hold on there but also then it's like do we want that aspect of it kind of pushed a bit more I don't know if I do I definitely don't want seven minutes at the end of the final where Laura Whitmore is trying to drum up some kind of tensity about now silence in the audience as if anyone is going to think like take the money like I don't think what, we're ever going to see that what is the purpose of the silence in the audience by I the way like, would it ruin things if someone in the crowd just goes take the money it's a bit who like, wants to be a millionaire isn't it mm, yeah. the coffin you're, you're in the background like, yeah. Yeah. in case, in case somebody changes your mind yeah. <laughs> absolutely I don't know how they zhuzh up that Killian you're a man who knows how to zhuzh I'm a twist so get the cogs if, turning so what if you gave them both the envelope like so you gave them two envelopes and one had zero each so you get two envelopes each one has zero and one has 50 if they both pick the same option 
they get the 50 grand if one of them doesn't pick. Like golden balls. So it is yeah. proper so actual so prisoners. So there's, there's actual, will the person pick the... It's just a bit of more chance and they mightn't get it. Or how about a bit of crack? They offer them the chance to double their money if they come back and do it all again. Wait, wait. In the following summer series <laughs> or winter series. Would, would you put yourself through it again? It sets it up for the all-star series that people are asking for, doesn't it? Give me all-stars. Oh. Give me all-stars. To be honest. Oh. That would be a good justification for a second winter series if it was all-stars. Yeah, all-stars. We had said this. We said this. We had it's said the, this. The only, the only way I would watch yeah. it, I think, to be honest. I want to see Marcel back, like. Mar- yeah. Oh. Dr. Lowe. Did Dr. you know? Dr. Do you know he's in Blazons? <laughs> Get out of here. Dr. Lowe was in Blazons? Meet me at one um, don't, go, don't, don't tell anyone that was sorry can we cut that out actually <laughs> Marcel yeah, doesn't want anyone to know he was in Blazing Squad sorry so the, so the money thing I don't know if they're going to keep that or not I, I feel like I would like to see them spice that up we got a confirmation tonight of some sort that the summer series will be back there was obviously questions about that over the last week or so um, they said that applications are now open for the summer series which we found out during the week but I think for them to say it on air during the final kind of solidified that a little bit more we were kind of saying that like you know with everything that's gone on with the new kind of um, eyes that are on the show now and with all the questions about what's happening with Julia Care again all that kind of stuff do you think the show needs or will have a bit of a facelift in the summer with everything that's gone on like you said we're so used to this format now we are fucking experts on this shit will there be a change up to what we can expect They need to take more risk again like, and, and allow more to ha- kind of down to chance like I suppose the Casa Amor thing has been ruined by the fact there's no actual like the first season I watched was the Kevin Amber winning season I always forget what actual number that was but there was, three. Actual, three. There was an actual risk you were going to go home if you didn't if, if you came back yeah. single and that was a proper risk that producers were taking where Kim or Amber could have gone home there. And I know you lose the fall and then over the, we lose the Shauna Callum kind of, you know, you back and forth. You get a bit of the, that night as think, they're packing yeah, up, definitely, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you don't need more of that strife than you, like in the villa. Maybe maybe, maybe it's not good that Shauna was kept around yeah. to kind of, you know, just be like hanging around, annoyed constantly this look and Callum yeah. and Molly. Maybe that wasn't healthy for her. To and to make another Game of Thrones on. reference, the stakes are high in that show and it works, you know. You're like, anyone could go at any minute here and yeah, I think it's with Love Island if if there was an Um, aspect of you know just more risk less kind of trying to curate it I know it's such a highly curated show but maybe that um, just diff- bring back more eliminations I think give them more of a picture you're saying about newsletter like uh, give them more of a picture of what's been said on the outside so that kind of influences how they act not kind of like people are calling you nasty names yeah. just being like stuff like people are calling thinking Mike is just in it for the game which yeah. I think is fair enough commentary yeah. and he might change how he l- does or that might react to that or that again just more for them to feed off more of them to mm-hmm. gossip about just feed there's definitely more things they could add to it that, that it would be within duty of mm-hmm. care and mix it up a bit have more games where they're like guessing what's in headlines yeah. to a, within reason and stuff mm. like that or did you or some more reveals of like this was said behind your back about two other couples saying you don't think they're, you're, yeah. they're genuine stuff like that even was it you Gav who said about about bringing Laura Whitmore in more and that she'd maybe go is it, was that the user that said that the, yeah, go with the well, girls yeah it was an observation that we had that because obviously with it uh, being in, in um, Cape Town that it's such a long flight that you can't just pop over and back the way that Caroline used to be able to do for Mallorca because it isn't just a, a two and a half hour hop on a plane away so that they had to be a lot more considered around what points they were going to drop her in at because it wasn't just a a couple of hours flight away and maybe 
the existence of a summer series where it's far more accessible for a host to juggle media duties in the UK and do After Sun or whatever and still hop over. Maybe it will lend itself to, you know, all those series like we saw in the supercut of all of Caroline's moments where Caroline walks in at a moment's notice and everyone goes, oh crap, Caroline's here. Someone's going home. That yeah. you kind of, we missed that a little bit this year, but mm. maybe it was because of the shortness of the series, but it was also because if you're reliant on a host to do that, mm. that you can't just have them hopping on a plane for eight yeah. or nine hours and, to get there and first. And the interviews at the end lack the fact that she has no rapport because she's never seen that no mm. no no, no follows Laura Whitmore's she has no rapport with them like she's asking Demi what about your love life yeah. Demi's like oh I'm excited to see you but who the hell are you like I've yes. seen you twice yeah. you know like I think I, think, I, I could have swore I heard her say it's so nice to meet you and yeah. I was like what like, I but think, even at Casa More when they came back in and that was included in the kind of montage of Caroline's moments as well when Molly had kind of broken down on her shoulder when Tommy had decided to stay single and there was a bit of there was that kind of comforting factor mm. like again it's hard for Laura to have that when she doesn't really see these people she's probably seen them twice before Castle mm. Moore and that's probably it it yeah. kind of raises a question as to whether the show actually needs a host because there are so few functions that have to be performed by the person mm. walking in when so much of it can just be done by, you know, sending sending a text and saying everyone gather around the fire pit and then having this kind of scripted thing where each of them reads one line yeah. of the eviction Which notice. I love. I love the text nominations. Yeah. But I also think the thing about the host is, and someone said this to us on Instagram, let us know what you made of tonight's final get over on at my bottom paper on Instagram um, they said it was there that what was my point they said that um, it broke it up and it was just a change in the way they did elimination yeah. and it kept it fresh but again we know when they're going over because usually they post on their Instagram like oh whatever so you know they're there in Cape Town so there's no way the Laura's just in Cape Town she's not going into the village she's going in some night okay elimination is tomorrow oh sure Laura's going in tomorrow like again we're kind of able to work out the moves in this show now we kind of know what's happened in that production meeting that morning because we just watched the first look and you can kind of go okay well this is the way they've done it before is there any merit for se- for doing Castlemore a bit differently maybe like maybe sending a mix of boys and girls to one villa and a mix of boys and girls to another does mm-hmm. it keep staying I don't know I feel there must be a way of doing that a bit fresher because that's the main point of the show where the, that's after that couple start to come properly solid because yeah. they either pass that test of staying together yeah. or they find someone else who they're properly compatible with and then they stick yeah does it have to be heterosexual couples all the time? That's see, fair. Th- see, fair, and I, while I'm fully on board, I also, that messes it'll, with maths. And it'll, yeah. And I'm I just not, think it'll never happen in the same argument of that, like, the show's not representative of, like, body types. Mm. Yeah, it's never going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think what yeah. you suggested about sending, like, a mix into Casamore is probably the absolute most we can hope for. Like, I would love some more kind of changes and more shake-ups. I, I don't think we're going to get it. I feel like they see this format as kind of bulletproof mm. and I think they I think ITV have the attitude like if it ain't broke why would we well, for me may, maybe for then it. for Casa more then like like it's sort of like a gender mix but actually just maybe not have one gender in a Casa more scenario at all. So have the the boys leave the villa or just or in, instead of having them leave it altogether just parachute six more girls in all at the same time and just go right there's a recoupling in 3 days time. Away you go, Lord mm. of the Flies. Yeah, maybe it's or or split. If you had say six couples, split them and send three girls, three guys who aren't together into one villa, and three guys who aren't together and stay in the main villa. So you have kind of six OGs in both villas, but it's three of the girls, three of the guys. Have you made that point already, or is that just a mix up of the logistics? Because I feel like I'm getting confused. No, you haven't. That's a good idea, though. They're all I'm great ideas. I think Casa Moore is a good one to mess around with. Mm. I think, like you said, Fanula, it's hard to see them messing with a structure, even though we've said it a few times. There's, there's kind of a lifespan on this show now, and you kind of wonder 
in the next kind of two or three years, you know, it's going to, eventually it's going to stop. Yeah. And do they take their opportunity now when there's kind of, you know, they've had the winter series, it's kind of been a little bit disappointing. Do they take that as a run to kind of, let's change things up and let's make this a fresh show or do they say no do you know what people came back for the winter series anyway we only lost a few a few lists or a few viewers and that's because of x y and z let's stick what we know i think it'll definitely get a boost from the bring back to a bit of familiarity with like we're back i think our villa yeah i get what you mean i think the people's like oh that's the original villa i feel yeah. a bit more attached yeah, yeah we're back home in a way I yeah absolutely like, the summer will not the opposite will suffer from that it'll benefit from that it'll be a benefit from yeah. a bit of familiarity to a certain degree i think as well the idea of having it as a january event it's partly because it's a bit of a dead tv month otherwise but also because people are generally broke after christmas and there's this mm. sense that people just sit in watching tv every night in january anyway and that might work for like the first couple of weeks of january but after you yeah. kind of hit your january payday and you're getting into february and there's a bit of a grand stretch in the evenings that i don't know whether that it has a kind of the same attachment that maybe we have grown to like the other ones because it's one of those things that you watch while it's still nice outside and yeah. you're watching people in sunny weather while it's sunny where you are and that the same Definitely. attachment yeah. isn't there when you're I feel like it you're, feels you're more broke, attainable. But it's still winter, yeah. It feels more attainable because, you, like, especially was it last summer or the summer before we had the heat wave? I think it was summer, summer before. before. Summer before. Summer, yeah. And we were watching it, and it was like you felt like you know they're all in the same weather as us. We can go out now after this. It's only ten o'clock. Sure, feck it, I'll meet the lads in the pub. It's yeah. still bright out. Do you know all that stuff? It kind of felt like you too can live your Love Island dream right here in yes. Dublin. Whereas right now, it's pitch or in, black. Or in Longford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. wherever you may be, it's lashing rain. I, like, do you know what I mean? I have no kind of similarities to the situation they're in, so it doesn't therefore feel like I'm in it as much as I'm in the summer. You know That's what I mean? That's what so many people said to me. They were like, I don't want to watch people in bikinis when I'm about to turn on the central heat and, you know, Oh, absolutely. I, filling like up my I, third yeah. hot water bottle yeah. of the last, like, two hours. Truly. Um, I think overall, I'm excited to get back to a summer series. I think I've missed a lot of, like that, the familiarities, the kind of, the root of the show that is kind of the villa, like, all those kind of bits that I actually missed more than I thought I would. I also just think it works better in the summer. I don't care if they don't do a winter one again to be honest I kind of just want to get I'm disappointed that it's down to six, six weeks in the summer as well I think that mm. could change things as well um, are you just going to be watching the summer or has Love Island kind of died a death for you I know I'll still watch, be watching watch the summer ah yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. All of us here, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people have, for every time they forget that the end of the last week of the show is usually not entertaining. Yeah. Look, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. It's mm. grand. I, the main entertainment of it is the coupling up, the, the route to the final. Yeah. And then the final is usually it's a lot of I love you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, the, the best episode is the first one where they're just picking each other. Still, Absolutely, I like it. I like it a lot. Let's just do that for six weeks. For six weeks. Have, a, have a new set of singletons coming Sorted. in. Every night. They pair off. We leave. Another bit comes <laughs> in the following day. ITV, Hooray. you listening? Yeah. Um, That's the only way they can cast so many people. Because how many applications did they get for not this the oh, winter one, but like ridiculous. last summer they got like was it literally in the millions of applications? Ridiculous. Like hundreds of thousands anyway. And they the don't even you, use any of them. The only they use all the ones from Instagram. The only way you're going to get through them all is by having a new set of couples every evening anyway. So why not go for it? God Almighty, we've it all to do again this summer. Gavin Riley, Killian Woods. Nula Jones especially thank you so much for being here tonight thank for what you, was Thanks very for enjoyable finale actually that was good yeah. yeah they were a nice crew ah sure end, look we'll see you in the summer if you're not busy with the general election round two Gavin touching all the wood <laughs> all <laughs> that is wood yeah. guys thank you so much this is the last episode of this series of My Pun on Paper thank you again 
for all the support you've shown us this season Fanula I'm sure you echo that with everyone over in your Instagram who also tunes in here I think we should extend a big thanks to you Orla for keeping the show on the road for Ah. six weeks and for working as hard as you do and being as passionate as you are you are so good at your job and you should be really proud of yourself. Ah, sure. Thanks a million. You're very nice. Thank you to Steve who's worked on this the whole season as well with us. Thank you so Thank much. You, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Steve. And everyone who's been on over the last six weeks, you've all been really nice for the people I knew before and the people I didn't like yourself, Gab. Yeah. Um, it's been so nice to get to know fellow Love Island fans and all the new listeners. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing the podcast on your social medias and spreading the word far and wide. It really is how we got here, got that coin, got them vouchers. And whoever win that holiday as well, congrats. Uh, We'll be back in the summer with a brand new season. We will talk to you then. And that's it for another season. Thank you so much to Gavin Riley, political correspondent with Virgin Media News, journalist with the Business Post, Killian Woods, and the one and only Fanula Jones for being here tonight and every other night throughout this series. Thank you especially to you guys who have been just incredible over the last six weeks, as you always have. Thank you for sharing our podcast with your WhatsApp groups, in your Instagram stories, on Twitter, anywhere and everywhere you did. We really, really, really appreciate it because it's why we're here. We get to keep doing this. Thank you to everyone over on Instagram who's been talking to us over the last week and even before that you are all amazing please do continue to talk to us over there you can find us over at my bottom paper just because the show is over doesn't mean we disappear we still like to have the friends you know huge 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 thank you to our sponsor just eat who have been incredible to work with this whole series you guys are a dream team thank you for everything Thank you for all the vouchers and thank you for all the competitions. Our listeners just loved it. You can find us on all of your favourite podcast apps so you can listen to us whenever and wherever you like. Please do listen back to the old episodes. I've been doing a lot of it recently and it's lovely to listen back, you know. Thank you again so much. This is the end of the first ever winter series of Love Island. Will there be another? Who knows? The summer is definitely coming back. So we'll talk to you then.